we all know what we are doing at this time, what we are celebrating this time, one way or the other. This night, I'm sure many of us will have experience of traffic. It means uh, people will be asking what is going on. And there is no way they will not mention what is happening. They will mention Jesus Christ. So at mention of his name, every name, every mountain in our life must be reduced to rubble in Jesus' name. Very briefly this night, I want to talk about that name. That name. But you need to pray. We have studied the book of Acts at the moment. Acts 4, uh, 31. Nothing happened until they prayed. Go and look at it. It is after they prayed that something happened. In your life this night also, something must happen. Jesus Christ is here. It must happen. But we need to talk about that name. Let's open our Bible to the book of John 18. John 18, we'll be reading from 1 to 11. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook, said John. There was a garden into the which he entered and his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place. For Jesus oftentimes resorted thither with his disciples. Judas then, having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, came thither with lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said unto them, I am he. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with them. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Then asked he them again, Whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore you ye seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled which he spake of them, which thou gavest me, have I lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword unto the seed. The cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Then the band and the Praise the Lord. Yeah, we stop there, brother. God bless you. I don't know if you notice something in verse 6. Brother, can you read verse 6 again? As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. At the mention of the name, every knee must bow. You see, at the mention of that name, this night I want to talk briefly about the great I am he. The great that I am, I am he. It's a very strong name that Jesus Christ has revealed himself here. You know, he has just finished praying for his disciples and for all those believers. And they went to that place that they called uh, Gethsemane. 
Jesus Christ that time knew that the time has come to fulfill the will of God. To fulfill the will of his father. He was ready. He was prepared. The mob, they came at the night, just night like this. Just to fulfill the scripture. And that, when they arrived, I will call that one the great arrest. The great arrest. This we can see from verse 5 to 7. And when they came after him, the, the, the surprising is that they came to arrest him as if they have come to arrest a criminal. But Jesus Christ was never a criminal. They came with sword, they came like they are going to war to arrest him. And what has Jesus been doing? Jesus has been spending his time to pray for people, to assist the needy, teaching those who that are looking for wisdom. He has been healing the sick, even the disabled. And to the glory of God, he has been doing so many things. Is he the type of person that should arrest? But if he had not been arrested, me and you will not have this victory today. That is why we are celebrating the victory. This weekend is full of victory. If they have not come to play their own part, that scripture will not be fulfilled. Despite all what he has done for them, they still came and they threatened him. They wanted to kill him. But the scripture must be fulfilled. Even when everybody was silent, just as we are silent now, he stepped forward to ask, whom do you seek for? Who are you looking for? And they have the boldness to respond, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But he responded that, I am he. I'm sure we have heard that name before, somewhere in the scripture. Before this, we have heard it. And what happened when he mentioned that, that I am healed? The Bible recorded that the mob, they all fell down. So what is that problem in your life that surrounds you like, like a mob? You can pronounce that word to that problem, that I am he, and the mountain will be reduced. Praise the Lord. So as mention of that is name, every one of them, they fell to the ground. You may be wondering, after seeing that verse that they fell down, just as the statement has said, I want to assure you that that statement is so powerful. It has energy. That statement has what we call kinetic energy that propels it spiritually. And all the more, they fell down to their, to their name. I want you to look at the situation in your life that is giving you concern. This is the time to pronounce that word in verse 6 to it. That Jesus Christ is, I am He. And He lives in me. If He lives in you, then 
What is that name that wants to, to, to shake you? There is no any other name. Only that name. So, like I said, the statement is so powerful that the mob, they fell down. We've heard about this name before. When Moses asked God, what do I tell the children of Israel? That's in the book of Exodus 3. If you look at verse 14 there. What will I tell the children of Israel when they ask who sent me? And God said, I, I said to them, I am. I am as sent you. Now, we can see that Jesus Christ has been alive. Right from the creation. Now, he's also confirming what God said. God said, I am. Now, Jesus Christ is saying, I am he. He is what? He is who? He is God. Jesus Christ is Lord. No any situation that can stop you to achieve that aim that God has destiny for you. What Jesus Christ was saying there is that I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. That is what Jesus Christ is saying. He is God of wonder. God, the creator, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who delivers, the God who saves. There are so many characteristics of God that the name he gave to Moses was, I am. I am. So the children of Israel need to understand that God was everything that they need. God is everything that you and I need at this time. In every situation, God is the, is the key that you need. You need Jesus Christ into your life. He was with the God at the beginning. Jesus Christ was with God. That's why he's also confirming that I am he. He and the Father are one. We see that in John 10. Christ is the Son of God. But He is also God. So when Christ said, I am He, He was making a very deep statement. A very profound statement. He was not only the one that was physically searching for that time. Praise the Lord. But he was the key person they are looking for. He has all the power to send down the angel, even to, to ask the disciples to defend him. But he never do that because he wants the will of Father to be fulfilled. And the will of Father in your life will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Because no matter what enemies are doing, no matter even what your friends are doing, the will of God in your life must be fulfilled. So Jesus Christ realized this. Even when Peter drew out the, drew out the sword and cut off the ear of that fellow, he rebuked him because he did not want him to stop the will of his father. And that is what we are still celebrating today. And that is what has given us the victory 
today that me and you, we are victorious. Praise the Lord. But, you know, the surprising thing is that even despite that this mob encountered Jesus Christ, they did not know him. Are you like the mob? Are you like that mob that you, enc- you have an encounter with him? The mob, they saw the Christ. They experienced his power by just mentioning, I am he. And they fell down. Do they change? If they change, the, the victory we are celebrating now will not happen. The will of the Father must be fulfilled. Today, people still do that. People still have encounter with Jesus Christ. They still have encounter with Him and they still not change. You are baptized here yes? or you are baptized somewhere else. That is not the only key to be a Christian. If you are, if you are an anointed in the church, that is still not the key to be a Christian. Or you are praise on worship team. Or you are head of ministry. Or even when you are a pastor. You need to have that change once you encounter him. Those mob, they encounter Jesus Christ, see they didn't change. You need to pray. That everything in my life that would stop me to experience the necessary change. Right now, Lord, let them fall down and die. Begin to tell God. Everything that will not allow me to experience that change. As I'm encountering you, Lord, and all those spirits, I pray and I decree, they must fall down and die. In the mighty name of Jesus. Even if they die now, they will never resurrect with Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. They arrested the one that is, that, that is protecting them. They arrested him. Even despite all that happened to Jesus Christ, he never forgot his mission. He continued. Praise the Lord. Even right there, he healed. When they cut off the ear of that man, if you read that scripture again, we were told that he put it back. And he rebuked Peter, like I said earlier on. Because he has come to do the will of the Father. And that will must be fulfilled. Nothing will stop it. Praise the Lord. He protected all his disciples. None of them were lost. Except maybe Judas. Because of he has traded his right. All is also just for the will of the Father to be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. So are you trading your portion also? What is that thing you are exchanging the will of God in your life for? This night you must pray because as we say in the book of Acts, chapter 431, nothing happens until they pray. Even if you are not ready to change, I'm assuring you, when you pray this night, you will change. But don't allow sleep to take the, 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 the privilege that you have this night away. Don't allow sleep to take that away from you. So there are many people today 
who are willing to trade their protection of the Lord for something else. Some are willing to trade Christ for their job security. They compromise in their working places. Some are willing to, to, to trade it for wealth, for position, for popularity, even for pride. Just to say that they, they are having fun. Some are willing to do that. They are trading the very one who is giving them protection. Who is protecting them against all evil. Christ is the greatest gift of all time. If you are not having encounter with him, you are missing out. You will not miss out in Jesus' name. Like I said, many people have encountered him, but they refuse to change. Just like Judas, who was willing to trade Christ for 30 pieces of sliver. So, I'm asking you, what will you trade him for? What are you going to trade him for? You begin to think, what are those things that you are doing that can take the love of God away from you? Praise the Lord. Don't feel alone. Jesus Christ is with you. That is why he died and he has risen on the cross of Calvary. He's the one that can give you life. He's the one that can give you hope. At this time that we are celebrating his restoration. Every death situation in our lives are restored in Jesus' name. So I'm asking you, are you seeking that the great I am He. Are you looking for Him? I beseech you, brethren, talk to that God. He can help you. He will help you. He is waiting for you. Nothing happens until the disciples, they, they pray. I know this is very fresh in our memory because in Homestead we are treating Act 4. Until they pray, nothing happens. So you too, this night, you can pray. And that's something will happen. In the mighty name of Jesus. All you have to do is to let him in. Into your heart. When you let him in, into your heart, all other things is going to be very, very simple. What am I saying here? We all use cell phone. And when the battery is going down, what happens? We recharge. I want you to recharge this night. Let's be on our feet. I want you to plug into that power of I am He. You plug and recharge. You plug to reload. Praise the Lord. So I want you to tell God, Lord, at this time of restoration, every day situation in my life, in the life of my spouse, in the life of my children, in the life of my, my family, let them restore Begin to tell God. Every death situation in my life, Lord, revive them. You know this death situation that you are facing. Revive them, O oh Lord. Every death situation in my life, Father, speak your word to it. Because of the blood that you have shed on the cross of Calvary, this night, Lord, every death situation in my life, in the life of my spouse, in the life of my children, 
in the life of my, my, my family, even in the life of the brethren. Lord, we pray that your restoration, we revive it in the mighty name of Jesus. The power of restoration, we bring it up in the mighty name of Jesus. You know that area of your life. You know the exact place where your shoe is pending you in the leg. Speak the word of God into it. Call upon him. This is the right time. We are marking the restoration of Jesus Christ this week. Every death situation, Lord, they must rise. They must rise in the mighty name of Jesus. They must rise. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I was going through the Isaiah 30 and... uh, we, where we have at the promise of the year, and uh, I, I try to read back to see what happened before that in verse 23 that we have been given. If you go to 21, Isaiah 30, let's open our Bible to it. Isaiah 30, 21. Brother Matthew. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. You see, what, the, what does that verse tell us? He's telling you that God will show you the direction. That is what that verse is saying. That you we, your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it. And that is exactly what I'm telling you this night, that Jesus Christ is the way. But you need to tell God, Lord, I want to hear your voice. Show me the way. Show me the way. By the power of restoration, show me the way, so that you will not go astray. Begin to tell God, Lord, show me the way. You have to ask for God to show you the way. The journey of 40 days shall not become journey of 40 years. When God shows you the way, you will move at the right path. You will walk in the right path. Show me the right direction. The direction to follow. Show me the right decision to take. Show me the right decision to make. Tell God. You need to tell God. You need to open your eardrum to hear because there are some people when that word is spoken, see they cannot hear. You need to tell God, open my ear so that I can I can listen to your direction. I can listen to your directive. Father, show me the way in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We are going to pray. Oh Lord, empower me with the power of restoration. As from today onward. Because when God shows you the way, and He empowers you with the power of restoration, it means you will never miss out of the way. So begin to tell God, Lord, because of your death on the cross of Calvary, and your restoration, Father, empower me with the power of restoration. So that when you are missing the way, the power of restoration will tell you, will whisper to you, this is the way, this is the direction. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Let's have our seat.
I'd like to call on one of our children, Brother Elvis. I want him to lead us in prayer for the parent. Let's give our God a round of applause for him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Lift up your hands unto heaven and begin to worship Jesus. Appreciate him. He's the healer of all. He's the healer, the miracle worker. He's the one that will direct us, the one that will give us the right way to go. Open your mouth and begin to appreciate him for everything he has done for us. That he takes us out and brings us back in safely. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, hold up. We thank you for everything you've done for us. We thank you for everything, for protecting us, for guiding us, for t- bring it, taking us out to our office, our schools, and bringing us back in safely. Be thou exalted, be thou magnified in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In this session, we'll be praying for our parents. In Ephesians 6, verse 1 to 3, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for it is right. Honor your father and mother, for it is the first commandment with promise, and your days might be prolonged. The, the best way to honor our parents is not by giving them money, it's to pray for them. So now we're going to be thanking God for them, for everything that has happened to them, for God securing their job, for protecting them, for everything that God has done for them. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, holy Lord, we thank you for our parents. We thank you for everything you've done for them. We thank you for protecting them, for taking them to work, bringing them back safely. Father, Lord, we thank you. Be thou exalted, be thou magnified in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you for protecting them, for securing their jobs. Thank you, Lord. Be thou exalted, be thou. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Please, may we stand up. In Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. It is also written in Psalms 26 verse 11. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. Now we will pray that God should have mercy upon our parents. For any way that they have gone wrong and they have diverted from him, let us pray that God should forgive them, that he should show his mercy upon them. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, holy, we ask that you have mercy upon our parents. Hold on any way that they have diverted from you, that they have sinned against you. Hold on, we ask that you shall have mercy upon them in Jesus' name. Have mercy upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Have mercy upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold on, have mercy upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Colossians 2, verse 14 to 15, it says, Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, and made a show of them openly and triumphing over them. Now we're going to pray and destroy the works of Satan against our parents to come and hinder them in their jobs. We should ask that God show his, show his faith. Anywhere the devil has brought up his faith in our parents' jobs, in their offices, let God open, open up a storm and shower down one. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we ask that we shall come, we come against every evil in our parents, against our parents in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against all evil in our parents in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we ask for the security of our parents in the mighty name of Jesus. 
against every evil wolf of Satan against our parents, anyway Satan has positioned himself against our parents in their offices, in their home place. Oh Lord, raise up a standard against them in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Isaiah 54 verse 17 it says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. Who will condemn? We will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their rightnesses is of me. So saith the Lord. Now we're going to pray against every wicked plot, wicked plot of the enemy against our parents. On the office, in their homes, in their home environment. Let us lift up our voices and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Holy Lord, we ask that any evil work against our parents in their offices, where on the road coming back, going forward, Holy Lord, we ask that you protect them in the mighty field. Holy Lord, we ask that you shall any evil work against our parents. Holy Lord, we ask that you shall come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Lord, we come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In Ecclesiastes 10 verse 8 it says, He that diggeth a pitch shall fall into it. And whoever breaketh an edge, a serpent shall bite him. In Isaiah 54, verse 15, it says, Behold, they shall surely gather, but it shall not be by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Now we're going to come against anyone in our parents' workspace that is ganging up against them, that is to de- that is to- and decree that every gang of God shall turn it into an uplifting for our parents. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, according to your word, it says, Behold, they shall gather, but it shall not be by me. Whoever shall gather, we shall fall for thy sake. Oh Lord, we ask that this only one that comes up against our parents, oh Lord, we ask that they shall fall for our sake in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, they shall fall for our sake in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we decree that their plans shall turn into our parents uplifting in the mighty name of Jesus. Their plans shall turn into our parents uplifting in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, anyone that comes up our parents' appearance, Oh Lord, their plans, is oh Lord, any bad plans they have against our parents. Oh Lord, let it turn into a uplifting for our parents. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In 1 Timothy 2 verse 2 it says, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead in a quiet and peaceable life, in all good godliness and honesty. Now we we'll pray for peace and unity upon our parents, that God should keep our parents together, that no, no hindrance shall come in between them. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, hold up, we ask that you shall keep our parents. Hold up, keep them together. Hold up, peace upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace in the family in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we ask that you bring peace upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace shall fulfill them in the mighty name of Jesus. It shall surround them in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, it shall surround them in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Psalms 23 verse 1 it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
Now we're going to pray that for, God, for God to provide for our parents. That God, uh, it says that we shall not want. What do we need that, we, that God won't provide for us? Let us ask for God to provide for our parents. To provide for them that when they go, anything they ask for, before they ask for it, God has already given it to them. Open your eyes and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we ask that you provide for our parents. Oh Lord, we ask that you shall provide for them. Oh Lord, before they even ask, oh Lord, you shall give it to them. Provide for them in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Proverbs 4 verse 7 it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy get understanding. In Proverbs 22 verse 6 it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he grows old he will not divert from it. Now we pray that God should give our parents the wisdom that he should, they should be able to teach us, they should guide us children, that wherever we go that they should be with us, they should protect us. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we ask that you give our parents the wisdom, the understanding to be able to teach us children, to be able to guide us children in the way we should go. Oh Lord, that we shall, when we, go up, when we grow up, we shall not divert from it. Oh Lord, we ask that you shall give them the wisdom, wisdom, knowledge, understanding of what to teach them in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to be able to teach us children in the mighty name of Jesus. To be able to protect for us, to be able to provide for us. Oh Lord, we ask for wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. It is written that healing is the bread of the children. Now we ask that God that any we should give our parents divine health. That none of our parents should even be sick. They should have no wounds on their body. They should not they should not go out and their accidents will happen to them. Our parents are covered by God's glory. Oh Lord, let's ask that God protect our parents. Keep them safe. In open your mouth. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we decree safety upon our parents. Oh Lord, wherever they go, oh Lord, as they journey from one place to another for their workspace, oh Lord, we ask that they shall no evil one shall see them in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we ask that you shall cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we ask that you shall cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, provide divine healing. Divine health in the mighty name of Jesus. They shall be saved, they shall be healed and happy in the mighty name of Jesus. No evil one shall come next to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold on, our parents shall be saved, they shall have divine health, they shall, see us. they shall watch us grow in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold on, we thank you for our parents in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Isaiah 44, 45 verse 2, it says, I will go before thee and make every crooked way straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in thunder the bars of iron. Now we'll ask God to protect our parents, that they should keep him safe, they should keep, he should keep them safe wherever they go, that they go from point A to point B. All of that, they should put, God should protect them. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. Praise the Lord. All glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. 
glorious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, I thank you for this wonderful time you have given to each one of us. Your word says when two or three are gathered in my name, you are there in the midst of us. Thank you, Lord, my God, for your presence in the midst of your children. As each have got the opportunity to stand in the gap on this vigil night to pray for a different need. Lord, as we leave this time, the session, this session, we pray for our children, Lord, Master God. Lord, give us your divine wisdom that we may pray for our children. Let your presence be with us, Lord, Master God, at this time. Let your Holy Spirit guide each one of us, Lord, Master God. Lord God, I commit this time into thy precious hands. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Please have your feet for a short exaltation. Praise the Lord. As we are going to pray for our children. Children are gifts from God Almighty. It's an amazing blessing given to each one of us. And our God desires that we may bring our children in His way. He doesn't want a single child to be lost in the way of this world. So brethren, each day you spend time with your children, praying for them, taking care of them, nurturing them, loving them, equipping them, providing for them, meeting them, training them, and training them to become a well-defined person in their life. But we also take chance or take opportunity to pray for them that they may grow in a godly way. Do we really pray for them? What I mean is, do we pray a specific pray for them? God powerful filled promises upon their lives. That is what God wants us, that each day we pray for them, that our children may grow in the way the Lord wants them to be. So brethren, let us stand up now and we'll pray for them. The first point I have taken, obedience. We are going to pray for their obedience. Brethren, obedience is a thing that every child has to grow as he grows up. He has to obey the parents. As the word of God says, Ephesians 6.1, Ephesians 6.1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Sometimes we feel when they grow up and then we'll teach them to obey. But it is never too late, even as they are growing, even toddlers, when you tell them, don't touch this, they listen to you. And if you see, in the beginning, when God created man, Adam and Eve, they disobeyed God. Simple command was given not to eat from this tree. And the sin crept into this world because of the disobedience. So let us pray that our children are obedient to the parents and to the God. Let's pray. Glorious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we pray that all our children, Lord, Master God, that they may be obedient to their parents, Lord, Master God, and to God Almighty, that they may follow His path of righteousness, Lord, Master God. Lord, we commit them into Thy precious hands, Lord, Master God. Lord, we pray, Lord, Master God, that they walk in the path of righteousness, Lord, Master God. From, very ch- from their very childhood, Lord Master God, even as they grow up, Lord Master God, that they may obey their parents and the God Almighty, Lord Master God. Lord, we pray for obedience to all, that they may be obedient to the you, Lord Almighty God, and to their parents. 
In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us also pray that our children are faithful. Yes. 1 Samuel 12.24 1 Samuel 12.24 says, Only fear the Lord, serve Him faithfully with all your heart, for consider what great things He has done for you. Brethren, God is always faithful to us, and God has been faithful to our children. Let us pray that as God is faithful to us and to our children, that our children also will be faithful to our God Almighty. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we pray, my Father, that our children may be faithful to you, unto, unto you, Lord Master God, as you are faithful to them, Lord Master God. As you lead them, you guide them, Lord Master God. Lord, we pray, my Father, let your faithfulness follow all the days of their life, Lord Master God. And they shall be faithful unto you, Lord Master God, in all their ways, Lord Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Philippians 4.13, Philippians 4.13 reads, We can do all things through him who strengthens me. Let, let us pray that God gives them the strength to do what they need to do each day. Let's pray for the strength, physical as well as spiritual strength. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we lift all our children, Lord Master God, to bless them physically and spiritually. Strengthen them, Lord Master God, to face the day-to-day -day things which come in their life, Lord Master God. The challenges which they face in this world, Lord Master God, from the things of this world, Lord Master God. Lord, you strengthen them, Lord Master God, physically and spiritually, Lord Master God. Lord, let your presence lead them and guide them, Lord Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Brethren, at this time particular, we know how our children face challenges in their life. Pray that they will be brave as they face challenges that are before them. We know that things around them are very tough, difficult things, wicked things, evil things which they face in their life. Even when they are in their school, colleges, universities, wherever they go, they face different things, different challenges in their life. Let us pray that God will give courage that they may face and challenge these things bravely. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we praise for courage and brave, braveness to our children, Lord, as they face different challenges in their life, in the days, Lord Master God, in their school places, Lord Master God, in the colleges, in the universities, Lord Master God. Lord, wherever they go, the circumstances which they face, Lord Master God, the struggles which they go through, Lord Master God, let them not come to them, Lord Master God. Let them not fall to pray to these things of this world, Lord Master God. But Lord, my God, you encourage them, you strengthen them, Lord Master God, to face every challenge in their life, Lord Master God. Lord, the wicked things, the evil things the, of these things, Lord Master God. For our fight is not against the flesh and blood, Lord Master God. Our, our fight is against the principalities and evil forces in heavenly realms, Lord Master God. Lord, that their struggle that your shield will protect them, Lord Master God, that blood of Jesus shall protect them, Lord Master God, against every 
evil things of this world. Then, Lord my God, that you will defend them, Lord Master God. That you will bring them out victorious, Lord Master God. Encourage them, Lord Master God. Let thy presence be always with them, Lord Master God. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Ask that their hearts will be calm and peaceful as they go through their routine daily life. Let the peace follow them wherever they go. Let them not be worried. Let them not be anxious about things of this world. But the peace of God may take care of them. And in everything they may learn to depend upon God. That in everything they may stand and pray and ask God for their needs. And thank God for all the requests made known to God that they, that they will be met. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we ask Lord Master God that our children's heart will be calm and peaceful, Lord Master God, as, go, as they go through their daily routines, Lord Master God, as they go through, the, they face the challenges, Lord Master God, in their life, different situations, Lord, where they through, Lord, let them stand upon you, Lord Master God, for all their needs, Lord Master God. Let them not be anxious, Lord Master God. Lord, that every prayer, every supplication which they make, Lord Master God, Lord, help them to depend upon you, Lord Master God, for all their needs that you will provide for them, Lord Master God, that your peace will be with them, that peace is suppresses every human understanding, Lord Master God, that your peace will follow them all the days of their life, Lord Master God, that they shall not be troubled by things of this world, Lord Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Philippians 4.19 reads, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Ask God to provide for all they need for physical, spiritual and material strength for each day, for their provisions, everything, whatever they require, let's pray for their needs. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we pray for the provisions for our children, Lord Master God. Lord, as they wait upon you, that you shall supply them according to your riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, that you'll meet them at every need of theirs. Physical, spiritual, material, Lord, Master God. Lord, that you will strengthen them for each day, Lord, Master God. Let your presence be with them, Lord, Master God. Take care of all their provisions, Lord, Master God. Whatever they need, Lord, Master God. For you are a Lord God who provides. Take care of our children, Lord, Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Psalm 119.9 says, how can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Let's pray at this time for purity. We know that things as our children grow up, teenagers, youth, as they go around, they meet with a lot of things, challenges in their life. Let us pray that the word of God will help them to live a pure and a holy life. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we pray, my Father, according to your word, that they will meditate upon thy word, Lord Master God, that your word will help them, Lord Master God, to live a holy and a pure life, Lord Master God. 
Lord, we pray for all our children, Lord, Master God, and we cover them with the precious blood of Jesus, Lord, Master God, that your presence will be with them, Lord, Master God, that you help them to live a holy and pure life, Lord, Master God, without blemish, without sin, Lord, Master God, that they shall not fall into the temptations of the, of the things of this world, Lord, Master God. Lord, guard them against every impurity, every sin entering into their life, Lord, Master God. Lord, in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's pray for direction that the Lord will lead them as they begin to make more and more decisions as they get older. We know now a lot of our children at this particular time have given their board exams and they are waiting upon the Lord, they are waiting for the results and now they have to take a decision to get admissions in the different colleges. At this time also let us pray for the parents that parents will also guide them. As the Proverbs 3, 5, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we pray for your direction, Lord Master God, for our children, Lord Master God, as many of them have completed their senior edu education, Lord Master God. Lord, we pray, my Father, as they wait upon you, Lord Master God, Lord, that you will give them divine wisdom, Lord Master God, that you will give them the direction, Lord Master God, to choose the right uh, discipline, the studies, the colleges they want to go, Lord Master God, the, the subjects which they want to choose, Lord Master God. Lord, bless them with your divine wisdom, Lord Master God. Lord, give them the right direction, Lord Master God, that they may know, Lord Master God, what to do at the right moment, Lord Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us pray for their protection. Ask that God, ask that God keep them safe in this increasing unsafe world, that He will protect them from harm and wickedness. We know all around the things which go around. Even in USA, every time we listen that the people come out with guns and just shoot. Young children coming with the guns and shooting innocent children. And as the Psalm 91, verse 1 and 2 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Let us pray for the protection of our children. Wherever they are, that God's hand will protect them, shelter them. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we place our children into thy precious hands, Lord Master God. Lord, we pray for your safety for them, your shelter, Lord Master God, your shield of protection around them, Lord Master God, your hedge of fire around them, Lord Master God. Keep them away from the path of harm, Lord Master God, from the wickedness of this world, Lord Master God. Let your presence be with them, Lord Master God. Lord, that you shall lead them, you shall guide them, Lord Master God. Your presence will be always with them, Lord Master God. Lord, we claim your protection upon all our children, Lord Master God. We cover them with the precious blood of Jesus, Lord Master God, that you shall be with them, Lord Master God. You will watch over their going out and coming in, Lord Master God. Let your goodness, mercy and kindness follow all the days of their life, Lord Master God. Lord, we thank you for the lives of our children, Lord Master God. 
in the precious name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Let us pray that God will fill them with a kind of joy that can only come from Him. A lot of our children think the joy when they look around, especially the teenagers, the youth, what the other worldly children are doing. And they want to follow them. They want to ape them. Uh, the smoking, drinking, abuse of drugs. And they find that these things are better than what they are doing. But let us pray that they may have the joy of our Lord God. As Psalm 16:11 says, You make known to me the path of life in the presence, in fullness of joy, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So there are more pleasures. Let our children know, understand. There are more pleasures when they follow the path of our Lord God. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we pray, Lord Master God, that you'll fill the hearts of our children with your joy, Lord Master God. The true joy comes only from you, Lord Master God, not from this world, Lord Master God. Lord, protect them from things of this world, Lord Master God. Lord, that they may rejoice in you, Lord Master God. That they may meditate upon your word day in and day out, Lord Master God. And their hearts may be filled with your joy, Lord Master God. That they may rejoice in you, Lord Master God. Lord, give them the joy, peace and happiness in, the all, in the, all the days of their life, Lord Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Three John 1 to says, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you, that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Let us pray for good health for all our children. Let us proclaim and pronounce good health upon all our children. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we pray for good health, long life for all our children. Especially we pray for those children who are sick at this particular moment, Lord Master God. Lord, we lift them up into thy precious hands. We pray for your divine touch, Lord Master God. We pray for your healing touch, Lord Master God. That you shall deliver them from every infirmity in their body, Lord Master God. You shall heal them, Lord Master God. You shall give them perfect health, Lord Master God. Lord, we pray, Lord Master God. Let your presence with them, Lord Master God. Let all our children in the bread of life fellowship, Lord Master God, enjoy good health, Lord Master God. Deliver them from every sickness, every infirmity in their body, Lord Master God. Lord, we pray for complete healing, perfect healing, Lord Master God. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And let us now pray for salvation. That is the desire of every parent for the children. John 3.16 says, For God gave God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that who, whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Let that portion be reclaimed for our children. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Lord, we pray for the salvation of our children, that You will lead them, You will guide them, that none of our children shall we go amidst. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Shalom Aleikum. I didn't say Aleikum Asalaam. I say Shalom Aleikum. I know you will reply me when I say Salam Aleikum and you say Aleikum Asalaam. Isn't it? It's the same thing. Uh, 
one in Hebrew, one in Arabic. Shalom Aleichem in Hebrew, Salam Aleikum in Arabic. And we all know it means what? Peace unto you. Peace unto you. They all require peace, but they're living side by side, and there's no peace. How ironic. Isn't it? Is there on one side? May have your seat just a few minutes. We'll stand up to pray. Just rest. Very, very ironic. You know, and it's, it's so funny. It's so, I mean, it's, it's a mystery. When Jesus died in, uh, when Jesus died and rose, if you check in, in uh, Luke and John, when he appeared to the disciples, the first words he said was, peace unto you. So that means there's a purpose that God wants us to enjoy peace. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? We're going to pray. Are you with me? He wants us to enjoy peace. But along the line, we think peace is the absence of trouble in our lives. Isn't it? That's the normal definition that we have. Absence of trouble in our lives. Meanwhile, God knows means it to be the goodness in our lives. Regardless of what is happening around us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's having a quiet heart in the midst of a storm. And that's because of who you know. Praise the Lord. That's why there are two types of peace. Objective and subjective. I think I've said this before. Uh, subjective is what is happening around you. Objective is because of who you know. And in subjective peace that we have, a lot of times you try to negotiate it. Countries negotiate peace. Countries buy peace. And countries enforce peace. We have examples around the world. You see, East and West Beirut, it has never been settled. All those ones don't work. You have a war, they will win the other country and they'll say, we have peace now. But this peace, in quotes, it's very, very subjective. Everybody is looking for peace. But they can do not know how to get the peace. But we have the answer. Our peace is just in one person. It's in Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus Christ. And there are scriptures in John 14, 27. Say, peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Nor let it be fearful. That's the Lord Jesus Christ speaking to each of our situations. He knew when he came up, when he rose up, when he met the disciples, he knew they were going to go through tribulations. He knew they were going to die eventually. But yet he said, peace be unto you. So what worst thing are you in now that the disciples are didn't go through? But the Lord was speaking peace into their lives. Praise the Lord. And it's also ordained for God for the whole countries that we're living around. We're muscats here. And we need to live in peace. We need to live. The country needs to live in peace. There's a lot that's happening around us. We're enjoying peace right now. If right now they say, everybody straight to the airport, back to India, back to Nigeria, back to Kenya, you will see the drama that will take place here. If a bomb goes off now, you will know what happened. Praise the Lord. People will run health sector. Where are my kids? Just a little, that's just a little sample. And there are countries that are turned around just like that. But who gives us peace? You say Jesus, right? But also not to write, not to correct. The giver of peace is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, peace I give unto you. 
But he was talking of giving peace to you through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. If you go to Galatians 5.22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and what? Love, joy, and peace. So you cannot have peace if the Holy Spirit is not operating you. You need the Holy Spirit to enjoy that divine peace that you have. Okay? So I'm just giving you this snippet for us. We're going to pray now. We're going to pray. I don't have much time to go into this in detail. You know? But we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to have that kind of peace that God wants us to have. I know there's a lot of problems. I know there are a lot of issues. I see somebody. You're having health issues. But I say, peace be still into your situation. I see someone having visa problems. But I see peace be still into your situation. I see someone looking at a job. His job is not too sure. But I say, peace be into your situation. Whatever comes your way, it shall be well. Because God has said into it. So I just want us to rise up and just begin to speak into that situation. You're here to pray. So just say, Lord, I speak peace into my situation. You know what brought you here. You're here for business. Whatever situation you have, if it's a child that's giving you problems, you are praying for children or parents, say peace into that situation. Say peace unto that situation. As the Lord spoke to the disciples, I say peace unto that situation. I want you to say peace. Speak peace into that situation. Let God's peace abide in that situation. I don't know what it is. It is. It might be a health challenge. It might be a health challenge you're going through. Say, peace be still. Peace be still. You're doing this by the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit operating through you. Jesus has given us example. We'll go through tribulations. But Lord, let us have peace. Let us have peace. Peace, 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 peace. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's Jehovah Shalom. And he, has, he is our peace. He is our peace. Pray into that situation. It might not be you. It might be somebody else around you. Pray that they will have peace. Maybe someone is looking for the fruit of the womb. The marriage is about to break down. Pray for peace into that situation. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Isaiah 26, he says, You will keep me in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. That's the first point the devil attacks. In any situation, it's your mind. It's your mind. It's your mind. Let's not go too far about that. It's your mind. Your child gets sick right now. The first thing is your mind. What's going to happen to that child? He disturbs your peace and he disturbs everything. But in Isaiah, it says, you will keep me in perfect peace of mind. And I see that happening right now. A lot of people are shaking. Because of what is happening around you, you are like the disciples in that boat. That they are shaking. Because your mind is not at peace with God. You know what I'm saying? So ask God to keep your mind at peace. Whatever situation you are going through, ask for God. Keep my mind at peace. Keep my mind focused on you. If it's your children, they are going through trouble, they are through difficult times. Adolescents, teenagers, or even yourself. You are having issues at home in your marriage. You are having issues in the office. Say, Lord, I want my mind focused on you. Let me remain focused on you. Let the cross be, be, be my, main, my main focus. 
Father Lord, I pray for peace, Father Lord, that my mind will remain on you, Father Lord. My mind will remain focused on you. Regardless of the storm that's going around me, Father Lord, I pray that, Lord, I'll remain focused on you. I'll look up to you as my guarantor for peace. As my guarantor for peace in this land, as for my guarantor for peace in my home, as a guarantor of peace in my job, Lord, I look up to you, Father Lord. I look unto you. Your name is Shalom. Shalom, Prince of Peace. Father Lord, and I look up to you, Father Lord. Lord, I look up to you, Father Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. For in Jesus' name we pray. We're going to do something special. We're going to pray for Israel. We're going to pray for the peace of Israel. When the Middle East. But if there's no peace in Israel, believe me, we'll feel it. We're going to pray for the peace of Oman, but we want to pray for the peace of Israel. Because that's the center point. If everything gets disturbed in Israel, believe me, the repercussions will even go farther than GCC. It's not because of what I said. It's because it's in the Word. Genesis 12, 2. That was the promise he gave to Abraham. And I'll make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thee great. And that shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. And you and all your families of all shall be blessed. We're in the Middle East. We know what is happening. We know the issue. Let's pray that God's peace will abide with Israel. We know that they're going to go through tribulation, but let their mind remain focused on the Lord. Let their mind be preserved on peace. Pray that Israel will enjoy peace. Israel will enjoy peace. Their citizens will enjoy peace. Their citizens will look up to God for their peace. That the Lord will look favorably unto them. That they will enjoy peace and they will remain blessed. That as we bless them, Lord, our own countries where we live, where we reside, we will have that blessing. We will have that blessing. We will have that blessing. Let's pray for the nation of Israel. Let's say, Lord, that no war shall break out. No new hostilities shall break out. That they shall have God-fearing leaders. God-fearing leaders that will make the right decisions, that will steer the affairs of Israel in the right direction, regardless of the tribulations that are going around, that the Lord shall be with them. The Lord shall keep His eye on them. The Lord shall bless those who bless them. And the Lord shall curse those who curse them. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now, we're going to pray for the country that we're in. We're no man. We have enjoyed relative peace. Good leadership. Good friendly neighbors. You go out safely, you come back. But believe me, in a twinkle of an eye, it can go. It can go. And the Lord has asked us to stand in the gap for this country. And that's what we're doing. Okay? The leadership is getting old. Let's pray for the new coming leaders, the ministers and whatever it is. That they shall be God-fearing. That they like the Sultan himself. Because I believe the man is a God-fearing man. He might not belong to our faith, but he's a God-fearing man. And that's why we're enjoying the peace. That's why we're being treated fairly. Unlike the neighbors that we have around them. Let's say the peace of a man shall be sustained. Lift up your voices and say, peace shall reign in this land. Peace shall reign in the government. Peace shall remain in the affairs. Peace shall remain in the economy of this country. Father Lord, we pray for the peace of this nation. We pray for the peace of a of man. Father Lord, we ask, Lord, that your peace shall continue to abide with this nation. Let's pray that the Lord's peace will abide with this nation of Oman. Uh, we have come to enjoy it, Father Lord. Lord, that we will enjoy that peace. We will enjoy that peace in this nation, Father Lord. That this nation shall not go backwards. 
They shall grow from strength to strength. Economically, financially, powerfully, Lord, they will grow from strength to strength. There shall be no discordant tunes. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Even when you leave this place, I want you to always continue to pray for this country. It's looking like it's one strong country, but it's it's fragile. There are various divisions, different languages, different uh, doctrines, but the leaders have been able to keep it together. Okay? So if somebody comes to break it, it's easy for it to scatter. And that's why I want you to always remember that. It's not monolithic. It's not one solid piece. So we need to always remember them in our prayers. We need to remember them in our prayers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And now we're going to pray for our own situation. For our own situation. I think my time is almost up. We're going to pray for our own situation. We're going through a lot. People are saying humanization. People are looking for decisions, what to do, where to go, what to do. What will I do with my children? Let's pray that the Lord shall give us peace in those areas. Let's pray that the Lord shall give us direction in those areas. Let's pray that the Lord shall give us guidance in those areas. Father Lord, I pray for every member of this church, Father Lord, that is at the valley of decision, Father Lord. Lord, I ask that your peace shall abide with him, Father Lord. Where to go, what to do, Father Lord. Lord, I pray that your peace shall abide with them, Father Lord. Lord, I pray for those that have uncertainty in their jobs in this land, Father Lord. Lord, I pray that your peace shall abide with them, Father Lord. Your peace shall go with them, Father Lord. You keep them in one mind, Father Lord, that they remain focused on you, Father Lord. Lord, may they not backslide because of the issues happening around here, Father Lord. Lord, we pray, Father Lord, that you will continue to give them joy in their day-to-day about businesses, Father Lord. Lord, let may them be able to trust you and know that the future is secured in you, Father Lord. Thank you, Daddy Lord. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Go in peace and the Lord will be with you. Amen. The Lord is good. And all the time we may take our seats. Let us pray, Father, we come to you tonight, we honor you, we thank you for everything you've done for us today. We continue to praise you, Lord, even now as we are going to pray for finances. We seek your face now and your guidance. Holy Spirit, guide us and show us your way. Father, speak to us regarding our finances. Uh, Open our hearts and our minds now towards your guiding and and your good word, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. The first question I may ask is, where does everyone or whatever we have come from? This session is about finances. Uh, that is our first question. Where do we come from? And this answer is in the Bible. We can, uh, we can go to Colossians 1, verse 16. Colossians 1, verse 16. Can you have it up here? Colossians 1, verse 16. Colossians 1 verse 16 mentions that for in him all things were created in heaven and on earth visible or invisible thrones or powers all come from the Lord all things have been created through him and for him does it say some of the things 
Does it say some of the things at the back? Does it say some of the things at the back? Does it say some of the things? If it says some of the things, say amen. Ah, we are all awake. <laughs> it was all created for him. John 1 verse 3 says, All things were made by him, and without him nothing was made that was made. We want to thank the Lord for all things. Right now, can we just stand up? Can we rise to our feet? Can we just rise to our feet and just thank the Lord? If you are going to clap, if you are going to shout, if you are going to jump, just thank Lord, the Lord for all things. Lord, we give you all praise in the name of Jesus Christ for all things that you have created for us. Lord, we praise you. We thank you. We pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are stewards. We are stewards for whatever was given and created for us by the Lord. What does it mean when, when uh, we are told that we are stewards? It means that we are caretakers of the finances from the Lord. This is what we're talking about now. The session is for finances. So, for whatever we have, even if we're expecting something, even if we're expecting something, we know there are those that may say, no, I do not have those finances. I am expecting those finances. It, it is also about that. We are stewards for what you're expecting and what you're going to receive. And in the Lord, it is sure that you shall receive it. Hallelujah. We are going to look and pray at, uh, about some points from the Word about our finances. The first point is we need to bring the tithes in, our tithes into the storehouse. We shall go to Malachi 3 verse 10 and read from there. Malachi 3 verse 10. Bring the, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the doors the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will be not any room enough to store it. We want to personalize this uh, verse. It has been debated, but we want to personalize it as something that is coming from the, from the Lord. We're going to pray regarding this, this verse. Malachi 3 verse 10. We are going to say, Lord, I shall bring into your storehouse what you've commanded me to bring. Lord, I know you shall bless me. Let us pray now. Lord, we praise you. God, we thank you. Father, we just pray for the wisdom against anything that may stop us from personalizing this for our families, for our situations in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for faithfulness, Father, that we shall continue to have that grace in this area of finances. That you shall bring into your house, Lord, what you've blessed us with. That it shall be good and it shall be, Lord, what shall allow us to see the doors of heaven, the floodgates open and poured out. That so much blessing will come and we shall not be able to handle it. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Our next point, prayer point is, where your treasure is, there is your heart. So where your treasure is, that is where your heart will also be. Matthew 6 verse 21. 
if, you, if we can have Matthew 6, verse 21 up there, there may be some without Bibles, but it is important that when we pray these prayers, we personalize it. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Matthew 6, verse 21. We want to pray for wisdom against flesh, against the flesh, that we shall not be carnal, we shall not have carnal investments in all our times as we spend our finances. We want to pray for generational investment. We want to pray for investment in the kingdom. We want to pray that we continue to think of the needs in the house of the Lord and what the word says regarding our finances. For where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. Let us pray. God, I pray that my treasure shall always be in your, in your presence, shall be in your will, shall be in your generational blessing, shall be in your direction, shall be in the kingdom. Father, we praise you now for all you have given us, Lord, and what we expect to receive, and what we know you are saying you have promised. Lord, even as we pray and have faith and believe in your blessing, Father, may we continue to do it as you have guided us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. The third point we're going to pray is that we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all things will be added to us. Verse, uh, Matthew 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. As we talk about our finances, first of all, seek the kingdom of God. First of all, seek the kingdom of God. This will guide us in terms of what we are going to do, in terms of the finances that we shall receive. And then, His righteousness and all the things that we seek will be added. We are just going to pray now as verse 34, Matthew 6 verse 34 says, Do not worry about tomorrow. Seek first the word, seek first the kingdom of God. Do not worry about tomorrow. Do not conform to the world. It says there also in Matthew 6 that as the pagans do, they worry. So if you also worry, there is no difference. We need to first of all know that we have a mighty God. We know that we are victorious. We know that our answer is sure. So let us pray now that we shall always seek the kingdom of God first and His righteousness and all other things shall be added unto us as we Think about our finances. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, praying that as the word says, we shall not worry about tomorrow. We shall not conform to this world, Father, as the pagans do. We praise you, God, and know that we shall continue to seek you in faith, Father, that you shall continue to bless us, Lord, even as we seek your ways and all other things and your righteousness. All the things shall be added unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. The fourth point we're going to pray is that we need to choose wisely regarding our finances. We need to choose wisely as God looks at the, righteous, um, the righteousness of the individual. We see this in 2 Chronicles 1, verse 11 to 12. Now there, what was thought by the king Solomon was not wealth, possession, not three things, wealth, possession, honor. I think this will be the first thing we'll pray for in, in, in most prayers. Wealth, position, possessions, and honor. What he thought was wisdom to be able to judge people with righteousness. 
as we pray now, we are going to pray in the name of Jesus, that we choose wisely. As we choose wisely, all things shall turn around for us. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Regarding our choices, Lord, we praise you, God, that you know the right thing that is there for us. But you also know what is the right thing to choose. Lord, give us your direction. Show us your ways. Father, may we continue to search in your word what we need to do. Even in this year, Lord, a year of harvest, may we continue to just seek that direction, Lord, that how we shall be able to achieve this harvest, O Lord, and not just think about the wealth and position and honor that we need in our lives. We know that through this, O Lord, you shall continue to bless us in all other things. We thank you, Father. We praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Our fifth point regarding our finances is that in all situations, we need to give thanks. In all situations, we need to give thanks. You may be, as we said at the beginning, not having the finances or any sight of what will give you those finances that you need. Or you may be thinking that it shall not happen. But in all things, we need to give thanks. The Lord will make a way where there seems to be no way. His word shall be has been sent to us never to return void, as Isaiah 55 verse 11 says. So let us pray now that in all things we give thanks. Whether we see it happening or we do not see it happening, we just need to believe that God is the right answer for us. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. So let us pray now that in all things we give thanks. Father, we just pray to you this evening. We thank you, Lord, for your direction. We thank you, Lord, that in all things you shall continue to give us the right direction. Lord, whether we have the finances or do not have the finances, Lord, whether things are not working our way, even as we try and see it, Lord, and we do not understand how it's going to happen, we thank you, Lord, that your word was sent for us to be able to achieve your direction, your peace. Lord, in this time, as we have all these things that are coming against your ways in our life, Father, we just praise you that you shall heal us. You shall give us your direction. You shall give us your peace for our situations. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. In this point, you may know someone who is in this situation and may need uh, your touch tonight or just your, your word of prayer. If you may have a relative. You may have a friend. You may have a neighbor. Someone you know who needs uh, God's touch in any situation or financial uh, uh, downward turn, or they may not be able to see how they are going to survive the next day. This may be happening back home, be it in India, be it in Africa, or wherever they are, or even here in Oman. We just need to pray for these people. At this time, we just need to speak about these people, speak about where they are. Just ask the Lord to bless them in all those situations. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak for those people, Lord, who need your direction now, that you shall bless them, O Lord, and give them your blessing in the name of Jesus Christ, your direction, your peace, O Lord, as you shall bless them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. We shall now just, uh, as we are about to round up, we are just going to talk about um, four lessons that we learned from the, the parable of the, of the sower. Regarding whatever word we hear, for today we are speaking about uh, these, these verses that we have spoken about today regarding the, the finances that we seek. The, the parable of the sower talks about four things that happened. The sower scattered seeds, and the first seed fell on the path. The second seed fell on rock, rocky places, 
The third seed fell amongst the thorns. And the last seed fell in good uh, soil. What do we learn from this regarding our finances? The first thing is from uh, Matthew 13, verse 4. It mentions the seed that fell on the, on, the, on the path. And we learn that as we hear the word from verse 19, uh, Matthew 13, verse 19, as we hear the word of the kingdom, we need to understand it. So we just need to pray now that we understand the word. And as it has been mentioned to us today regarding our finances, may we continue to follow the ways of the word. And when we continue to read it, and to pray about it, that we shall continue to understand what the Lord wants us to do regarding our finances. We pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The second thing we, we learn from the parable of the sower is that as we receive the word, those who have received the word joyfully, and uh, these are the seeds that fell on, uh, on the rocky ground, and some in the thorns, they were choked up, there was deceit and many things that happened. But we just pray that we do not fall into this situation. We pray that the Lord protects our finances and we just continue to seek this guidance and direction from the Lord. We pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father in heaven, we thank you again this night. We thank you, Lord, for the enabling grace, O oh Lord, that you have received. We thank you, Lord, that this month again, each and every one of us is counted worthy to be recipients of your love, to be recipients of your goodness, to be recipients of your faithfulness. Father, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, every prayer we have made unto you, Lord, let their conspiracy answer in Jesus' name. The words we are about to pray, Lord, let heaven be open for us and open your hands concerning us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Of recent, in the, within the, the, the last two, three weeks or two, I used to wake up singing song. And when I begin to sing a particular song, I know there is a meaning. I know, and I will sing that song till we do family prayer meeting, and I will go to office and I will continue to sing the song. I think yesterday, or either yesterday or day before yesterday, I just woke up singing uh, this song. Unchangeable, unchangeable God, unchangeable God. Unchangeable, unchangeable God, reliable God, reliable God, reliable God, reliable God, reliable God, reliable God, dependable God, dependable God, dependable God, dependable God, dependable Dependable God. Our glorious Father, our faithful God, our dependable God, our faithful God. Here we are before you again tonight. Father, continue to prove yourself in our life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. 
I want us to quickly look at the book of Genesis. Genesis 15. Genesis 15, verse 13. If anybody see it before I see it, you read. Genesis 15, 13. I read. And he said to unto Abraham, Know of a surety that I see shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them for hundred years. Verse 14. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward they shall come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy father in peace, thou shalt be buried in good old age. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are asked to pray on revival of jobs and favor concerning visas and other things. I want us to understand that ever before any of us got to this land, it is the plan of God. It is over before the foundations of the world, it is already planned. It is not you and I that make any, any step or do anything special that other people did not do, that we find ourselves here. Praise the Lord. Israelites, because of God's purpose, they find themselves in Egypt. So this job we are going to pray for. Know that God gave them a time. He told Abraham that 400, 400 years they will be there. And as we are here, our God, the God we are serving, is a covenant keeper. Is a timekeeper, is a faithful God. We don't need to remind him when we are to go or when we are supposed to remain. He knows the right time for us to stay here. And he knows when each and every one of us will leave. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want us to look at another scripture. Exodus 8. Exodus 8.20. Praise the Lord. If you see it before, you can read. Exodus 8.20 And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarm of flies shall be there to the end. Thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. And I will put a division between my people and thy people tomorrow. Shall this sign be? We are in the period of economic uncertainties. In the world, it is happening. Not in one particular location. Everywhere. But God says, He will severe His people from them that are not His. We are God's own. Amen. We are God's own. Whatever that is happening. Psalm 84, verse 14 says, the Lord God is a shield and is a son. No good thing will be told from them that walk uprightly. We are going to tell the Lord concerning our job. Lord, you are a son and a shield. The job that you have given to every family here, Lord, make it a wall of shield over, over those jobs. Let there be a shield over those jobs that you have given to your people. All the job of families here, 
the job that you use in bringing us to this nation, Lord, because you are a son and shield, Lord. Let that job, let there be a shield upon those jobs. Let there be shield upon the job you have given to every family here. That no evil, no evil, no evil will come near those jobs. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to know that none of us here can preserve a job. No matter how intelligent or how experienced you are. God knows when you are supposed to go. When it is not yet time for you to go, no one can push you out. No one can say it is time for you to go. Praise the Lord. Galatians 6.15 says, For I bear on my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let no one touch me. Father, let your mark, the blood of Jesus, be upon all families here and their source of livelihood. In the name of Jesus, Father, upon every family here, O Lord, that is called by the name, the bread of life. Lord, let your mark, the mark of the blood of Jesus, let it be, let it be upon our jobs, upon our families, in the name of Jesus. Let it be upon all the jobs that belong to your people in this, in this fellowship, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Psalm 105, verse 12. 12 to 15. He said, when they were the few in number, when they went from one nation to another, when, when they were sent in need, when they went from one nation to another, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Father, we are your people. As we are moving from place to place on the surface of the earth, we are in no man this hour, Lord. Let no one be able to touch the job of your children. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father in heaven, Lord, we lift up every family here before you, Lord. According to your word, that when we have a few number, when we went from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another, when strangers were in need, you said you suffer no man to do them wrong. Every family here, oh Lord, everyone that is called by your name, oh Lord, that you have brought into this nation, Lord. Let no one suffer them concerning their job. Let no one suffer them concerning their livelihood. Let no one suffer them concerning their finances. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name we are praying. In Jesus' name we pray. In the book of Exodus, when it was the night for them to go, God told them, Passover. He explained Passover to them and he, he gave them some instruction. He spoke through Moses that a, a night of Passover, things that they should do. Um, most importantly, he spoke about the blood. The blood, the blood, a, a, a lamb that they should slaughter a lamb without blemish. That is, it is not defined, it's only unto the Lord. We have a blood that is better than that blood today. The blood of Jesus. He said they should put it on the lamppost of their house. That when it's passing to, to bring plague, to, to, when it's passing to destroy Egypt because of their uh, uh, wickedness, that he will severe them. He will, he will set them apart. No evil before them. I want us to declare every job in bread of life, we secure every job by the blood of Jesus. 
we secure every job of every family destroyed by the blood of Jesus. Every job of the family of bread of life, we secure it by the blood of Jesus. We secure the, the job of bread of life family by the blood of Jesus. Every family standing here, every family that is known here, every family that is, that is recorded here, that has a name here, Lord, we secure our brother by the blood of Jesus. We secure our finances by the blood of Jesus. We secure our inheritance in this nation by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Exodus 9, 25 and 26. Exodus 9, 25. And air smoke, praise the Lord. So there was hell and fire mingled with the air. Fire. Okay. 20. And the air smote towards all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and beast. And air smote every herb of the field, and break every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the chain of Israel was, was there no ill. And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said unto them, I have seen this time the Lord is righteous, and I my people are wicked. There is a plague that is gone. That is the plague. There is a plague of loss of job, loss of opportunity. There is a plague of sickness. The Lord said, in the land of Goshen, the children of Israel were set apart. Whatever plague that is ravaging the nations or, or cities are this period of the year, the people of bread of life and every believer in this land, we shall be severe from every plague in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree tonight every plague that is ravaging nations, that is causing uncertainties. Father, because we belong to you, Lord, separate us, separate us as you separate your people in the land of Goshen. When there was plague in Egypt, Lord, let the employment of your people be separated. Let our finances be separated. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Isaiah 55, verse 5. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 55, verse 5. Praise the Lord. I read from first one. Behold, I have given you for a witness to the people. A leader. You are a witness in this nation. You are an ambassador of God. You are a witness. I have given you to be a witness to the people. A leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not. A nation that knew not thee shall run unto thee. Because of the Lord thy God. And for the only one of Israel, for he had glorified thee. You are going to declare that word. Lord... Every family in this church, every believer in this nation, any time we call any nation, let them answer us. Whenever we submit application for visa, Lord, let there be favor concerning visa of every family in this church and in the body of Christ in Oman, that this nation shall not turn down the request of any family here in the name of Jesus. Every application... Every, every direction that your people set, up, set out of, for assistance, help shall come for them in the name of Jesus. When we set out to the north, help shall come for us. When we set out to the east, help shall come. 
where we send out any direction on the surface of the earth according to your word. Lord, let help come for us. Let help come for us. We decree that none of these family members here shall, shall suffer any visa issue. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. Let's quickly read Psalm 37. Psalm 37, verse 18 and 19. If you read, you read it, see it before me. forever. Amen. The Lord made the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. The job that we have, it is God that has given us. It is not by our power, it is not by ourselves. And it is God that, is, that can keep that just say, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time. In this period of uncertainty, no member of bread of life shall be ashamed concerning his job. No member of uh, bread of life, or any family or body of Christ in this nation shall suffer shame concerning job. In the name of Jesus. In the name of open your mouth and pray. Lord, in this, in this time of uncertainty, uncertainty, Lord, we shall not suffer shame. We shall not suffer shame. Lord, concerning our job, we shall not suffer shame. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. We bless your name because we know you are a dependable God. Hallelujah. You are a faithful God. You are a reliable God. You are a trustworthy God. Lord, Father, we know that every prayer we have tabled before you, answers are already coming for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. In this land, Lord, we shall not fall from grace in Jesus' name. Amen. We shall move from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. People will know truly that we are called by your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. My God is a miracle, God. My God is a miracle, God. He will never change, He will never fail. He will do what He says, He will do. My God will do what He promised to do because I can see walking in my favor. I can see walking in my too. I can see bringing in my miracles. He will do what He says He will, he will do. Hallelujah. My God will do what He promised to do. Praise the Lord. We give God all the glory. Let's open our Bible to Second Samuel, verse seven. Second Samuel, verse seven. Second Samuel, verse seven. It says, So now, O Lord God, make this promise you have made about your servant and his family a permanent reality. Do as you promise. You know what God has promised you. Begin to tell God, Lord, this promise that you have made for me, make it a permanent reality. Begin to tell God, 
for everyone that God has you this night. Make this promise that you have made in my life a permanent reality. Begin to tell God. And the Lord is faithful. He's going to answer our prayer. Begin to tell Him the Lord is on the throne. He's ready to answer you. He's ready to fulfill the promise that He has made. Are you making that declaration? Come on. Somebody make that declaration right now. Whatever God has promised you, His hand is able to deliver. That God that answered by fire, you will answer us by fire. Whatever God has said, His hand is able to perform. That's it. It is done. In Jesus' precious name. He said, in any direction you face, no man is permitted to hinder you. In the name of Jesus. Like us to declare that word one second. Father, any direction I face from today, no man shall hinder me. No situation shall hinder me. No harassment shall hinder me. From today, wherever I face, whatever I call, shall answer to me. Are you making that declaration? Are you making that declaration? The Lord that answered by fire is in the house. He will answer us by fire this morning. He will answer us by fire this morning. This is Good Friday. Somebody declare. Wherever I face from today, no man born of woman shall hinder me. No one, no man born of woman, no situation, no circumstances shall hinder me. You are not permitted to hinder me. I'm unstoppable, I'm uncomfortable, no hindrance, no hindrance, no hindrance, no limitation, no limitation. I'm breaking forth on every side. I'm breaking forth on every side. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be God forevermore, in Jesus' precious name. Well, today is Good Friday. I'm sure you are glad to hear that. Amen. I thought you are. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we are still fasting for those of us that are fasting. Those of us. Because we know ourselves. Am I correct? <laughs> Praise God. Somebody invited me to a party today. I told the person, I'm fasting. If I come to your party, no eating. He said, okay, pastor, no problem. <laughs> but should you not be fasting too? I told him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. So we want to pray one or two prayers for today. Hallelujah. One or two prayers from that prayer line. And God, we answer speedily. I say, God, we answer speedily. And then I will tell you something that God told me about the month of April. Because it will happen. I say it will happen. It must happen for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, we have seen quite a lot of people entering the church 
God is bringing them and we bless Him for it. But we want to pray and thank Him because we know that the power that worketh in the children of disobedience shall be broken. And then they shall give their lives to Christ. So we are going to say, Father, for everyone that comes into our midst that is not yet saved, whatever power is holding their mind, let it be broken. Are you praying now? Whatever power is holding their mind, everyone that comes into our services that is not yet born again, that has not seen the light, the power of the prince of the air, the power that worketh in the children of disobedience shall be broken. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Job 36, verse 11. If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend all their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Father, for everyone that is truly serving you in this church, bring them into the next level of lifting. Are you praying now? Everyone that is truly serving, if they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. That's your word. Lord, for everyone that is truly serving you in this church, bring them to their next level, the next level of lifting, the next level of lifting, the next level of lifting. Bring them to the next level of lifting in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Let's pray. My head. Put your hand on your head. That's the prayer. The next prayer there. My head. You shall see distinction this year. Are you praying? You shall see distinction this year. All around distinction. All around distinction. In every area. Wherever I'm found. Distinction. Distinction. My head. You shall not go down. You shall not be buried in shame. Only distinction. Only distinction, only distinction for our children, distinction, in marriage, distinction, in the office, distinction, in the name of Jesus. Are you praying for your head? My head, only distinction, all round distinction this year, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. We pray for everyone on the line for miracle marriages this year. God will say to them. We pray for everyone on the line for miracle babies. God will say to them. Can I hear your louder amen? If you are, if you are in that shoe, you know what it means. Uh, that you should be married and you are not married or you want to have children and you are not having. Amen. So we pray again. Everyone that should be married this year that is on the line for miracle marriages, God will say to them. Everyone on the line for miracle babies, God will say to them. Everyone on the line for miracle jobs, God will say to them. God will say to them. God will say to them. In the name of Jesus. I'd like us to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we cancel any covenant with death 
for any member of our families and we destroy every arrangement of tragedy. Are you praying? We cancel every covenant of death, every arrangement with tragedy. We cancel it today by the blood of Jesus. Every covenant with death, every plan of the enemy to take anyone in our midst in death, untimely death, whatever tragedy has been arranged, whatever tragedy has been arranged for you or for anyone in this church, by the blood of Jesus, we cancel it. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. This year, no tragedy in your life. No tragedy in your family. Every plan of the enemy to snatch life out of that man, that Woman, that brother, that sister in your family. Today as a church we cancel it. We cancel it. We cancel it. In the name of Jesus. It shall not stand. Neither shall it come to pass. It shall not stand. Neither shall it come to pass. It shall not stand. Neither shall it come to pass. God is opening somebody's grave here. Somebody is opening. That grave is being opened. Whatever they are buried in it, I see it coming out. 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 Somebody made that declaration. I see me coming out. I see me coming out. I see me coming out. Yes, I see me coming out. I see me assessing God's best for my life. God's best for my destiny. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Well, please make sure you are still praying those prayers. And the prayers that you want God to answer this week. We are still praying. We are fasting today. And we are finishing tomorrow. Praise the Lord. We are praying. And God will visit us. I'm sure you know that. Um, for those of us who don't know the girl we prayed for at the victory night is already back home. <laughs> Amen. God is doing mighty things in our midst. Let's believe him. And I know that your own shall be the next. Before Saturday, your long-awaited good news shall be in your hands. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now, I saw something here in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1. Let's pray that one prayer and then we shut down. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1. I pray for that, my son, that led prayers here, beautifully anointed. The Lord's hand rests upon you. You shall fulfill your days. The Lord will use you mightily for his glory. In your academics, you will excel. In life, you will excel. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you like I pray for my children. Wisdom far above the ancient. Wisdom like the angel of God to know all things on the earth. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I use you as a point of contact 
every son, every daughter in this church. Wherever you go, the light of God's glory shall shine in your life. Every plan of the wicked to truncate your destiny is truncated today. In the name of Jesus, everyone that has led on this altar today, I decree the fresh anointing of God upon your life, upon your ministry, you shall fulfill your days. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Now, it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Chiba, that the heavens were open. <laughs> and I saw visions of God. The heavens were open. This month of April, your heaven will open. You don't believe. You don't. Because the way you are saying amen, he's telling me you don't believe. This month of April, your heavens will open. Your heavens will open. This month of April, somebody's womb will open. In the name of Jesus, somebody's job will open. Somebody's visa will open. Somebody's health will open. It's a month of open heavens. Open doors. In the name of Jesus. I saw the visions of God. That means the things you should see, you shall begin to see them. Now look at the verse 28. That's the last verse. Verse 28. Put it there. So that all of us can see what God is said to do. Go and read verse from verse 1 to verse last when you get home. But look at this one. Verse 28. Not verse 18. Is that 28? Okay. As the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain. <laughs> so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance. Appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, <laughs> I fell upon my face. And I heard the voice of the one that speak. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? <laughs> the things you have never heard before in your life. In this month of April, God will speak them to your life. You know why the man fell off? He fell down because he was hearing things that he has never heard before. He was seeing things that he has never seen before. Come alive in scriptures. This month of April, what you have never heard before, what you have never seen before, what you never thought could ever happen in life, the God whose name is I am, the God whose God, whose name is the glory, and the lifter of our head, he will make it happen for you. He will make it happen for you. He will make it happen for you. Now mark that word, he said, as in the cloud in the day of rain. Rain there means the Holy Ghost, the power, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Rain there means wisdom like no other. Rain there means an outpouring of the Spirit. We, rain there means an outpouring of power. Rain there means an outpouring of riches. Rain there means an outpouring of wisdom. Rain there means an outpouring of strength. 
There is fire on this altar tonight. Rain their meat and not pouring and not pouring of strength. Rain their meat and not pouring of honor. Rain their meat and not pouring of glory. Rain their meat and not pouring of blessing. Stretch forth your hand towards the altar. The blessing that nobody in your family. The blessing that nobody in your lineage. The blessing that nobody has ever touched wherever you came from. This month of April, the God that you serve, the God that I serve, shall put it in your hands. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Wow. Well, I don't know what you sense, but I see that this month of April, the testimonies in this church, we have never recorded it before. <laughs> if you want to clap, clap for Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Some of you, some of you have been giving letters, whatever they wrote there, never mind. This April, God will turn it around. I have seen it, and you know, whatever God said, His hand is able to perform. I am saying it with every confidence. Whatever they told you, and it's not for you, this month that we are entering, God will turn it around. Shall be a month of turnaround. Like a dream of the night, God will turn it around. In the name of Jesus, somebody shall turn around. So shall it be. As you go, go in peace. Return into this Good Friday service with testimonies. Your sleep shall be sweet. Shall be like that of babies. In the name of Jesus. Now watch it. Between now and Sunday, the resurrection power will bring something good into your life. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Go in peace. The Lord go with you. His presence gives you sweet sleep. Encounters, even as you sleep, you shall see visions of God. God will speak a word to you, saying this is the way, go there. And as you obey, heavens will open. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Let's share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Our bountiful harvest is sure as we commit to tirelessly labor for souls. Congratulate your neighbor. Your harvest is sure. Tell your neighbor. Tell him. Your harvest is sure. Your testimonies are sure. Hallelujah. God bless you. See you at 12 noon. Make sure you come early. Because of traffic and parking. God bless you.